0: hello everybody
1: what's going on baby
0: all is well honey in the land of the story of us
1: welcome back to our second episode we're very excited that you're joining us Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mhm. Valerie's very talkative today it's gonna be a tough episode you know
0: it's this music it really gets me into this vibe it's so good (laughs) I just want to chew.
1: All right, let me fade the music out so we can talk. How's that?
0: I guess it's much better now. No, it's not. I love that music.
1: Okay. What can I do to help you?
0: No, no, we're good. We're good. Oh, yeah. There okay, there you go. It's good. All right. Okay, serious business.
1: We're back and we're excited to talk to you about things that uh, I guess have to do with um, coupleness. Last week we talked about your unique us-ness, what makes a couple, each couple unique and as an us.
0: And this week we just want to target some of um, the things that we have found in our story as it was being developed. We're going to take you way back to our very first date.
1: Listener, do you remember your first date with your wife? Do you remember that?
0: I hope they do. That's a very important thing to remember.
1: Well, depending on how long you've been married.
0: (laughs) And I hope it's a good memory.
1: (laughs) Ours was a good memory.
0: Ours was a very good memory.
1: We we went to the Whitestone Cinema in the Bronx. Neither one of us lived in New York at that time. No,
0: I lived in Pennsylvania. And
1: I lived in Milford, Massachusetts. But we met up there. And we went to see uh, a movie together. We were. Interested. Do you remember the
0: movie? Of course I do. Of course you do. We it talk was, about this often. It know. was Traces of Red. That's right. With Jim Belushi. Belushi, yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, uh, it's also where I got my first kiss from you.
0: Yes. It was a little corny, but it was cute. What? Yes. <laughs> Why was it
1: corny? <laughs>
0: because, actually, you used the word corny. You were like, would it be really corny if our first kiss was in our in mo- you know, movies?
1: And then what happened?
0: And then I was like, oh, he's corny but cute. Oh, and what happened then? <laughs> and then you kissed me because yeah. I allowed it. <laughs>
1: so it worked, is what you're saying.
0: I, truth is, I was so head over heels. Any yeah. line would have worked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But uh, you know, I think that so many people forget about the beginning. That by the time they get to the middle, um, and sometimes, sadly, they get to the end, they are so departed from the people they once were when they first met. The the euphoria, the fun, all of the the firsts that happened, the first. Conversation the first all night. I remember calling you on the phone and talking to you all through the night
0: because <laughs> we lived so far away. We did, and we spent a lot of time on the phone. We did. Yeah, I remember. um I would get like my earlobe would get sore because back Cause then it fine. wasn't. The, the, that was those hard, right? Old time. I didn't phones.
1: have a phone yeah. in my room. No, it was the family phone in the living. In the no, our phone was in the <laughs> kitchen. Had a long cable. I would go outside and sit on the deck outside and talk to you.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then we would talk so long that sometimes it was time to just go to bed. We and I, know. you know, I remember wanting to hang up and you're like, no, I just want to hear you
1: breathe. No, I never said oh, that. Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Maybe I did. And I was like,
0: okay, hear me breathe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but one of the things that we did on our first date,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a tradition that we do even now.
0: Yes, yes. And I, and before we talk about that, I just want to say, it is important that in a relationship we progress and we grow, and part of that, um, it, it, part of that is becoming almost different people by the end of most uh, relationships there is some sort of departure in some of the behaviors and some of the things because you grow and you're mature. You get to know one another better, but then there's certain things that should never be forgotten Mm -hmm. and we should never substitute or settle for anything less. So here we are at the movies and um, we were, remember those old booths? The that, photo booths. Yeah, they have those photos. I think they still kind of have some of those around. Yeah. But you know, they're like digitized and they do all these different, mm-hmm. you know, you can do caricatures and all this yeah. stuff now. Mm-hmm. But back then it was just a plain black and white. You're going to get four pictures. You know, they're like what, one by ones? So I don't know. Yep. Yeah, they're real <laughs> they're small. Tiny little mm-hmm. things. So we saw one of those and we wanted to take a picture. And actually, no. What we did take a picture there, and we took some really cute pictures on that one. And I remember because remember my hand was broken. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember those really pic- for the first date we for the married? our very first date we went to eat pizza, and I had a broken hand. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. We did. Yes, I did. And um, but that um, that day we we took some pretty decent pictures. You know, we had a good time. We were laughing. Everything was good. But then we went on another date um, to, I think it was Rocky Point.
1: Rocky Point, New England?
0: It was in Rocky Point, New England. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. It was an amusement park. Stop banging this. It makes a noise on the mic. Okay. It was, I just got excited. <laughs> <laughs> so we um, we went to Rocky Point and we were, um, the day was kind of like gloomy. Rocky Point. Yes, yes. It wasn't great weather. It actually, we even had some kind of difficulties even getting to where we were. There was some traffic. Like the day just was not going our way.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I have zero recollection <laughs> about what this woman is talking
0: about. Yeah, but this is where this is where this this next point is going to be birthed at. because I don't think you remember. Completely, all the details. I fire. thought all of this
1: happened at the at the no, movie theater. No, we no, no. We took pictures in we that movie theater. We did take
0: pictures there, and I remember those pictures, and I can actually see them in my mind. I can yeah. see those pictures, but those were so not the pictures. So thin and beautiful. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, so we were at Rocky Point. The weather was not great. You know, we were going around, and and uh, we were trying to make the best out of everything, but it was taking a little bit of effort, right? And then we found one of those booths and we decided to take pictures. And we took a couple of pictures and didn't, you know, and you're like, you know what? Why don't we just do like this face that why don't we just pretend like we're having a great time and let's just take pictures. And all of a sudden, the magic happened. Yeah. Like when we took those pictures and we look back, we looked like we were having a blast. But we weren't. We weren't. This we were. This
1: was a hundred percent made up.
0: Yeah, it was totally made up. Like we, like we were not having a good time that specific day. We were, we were doing really well with, um, you know, keeping each other. Every time we went out, you know, it was a good time. But something about that one day, we had to tell each other, let's just pretend like we're having a blast, <laughs> and we realized we are so good
1: at pretending.
0: At pretending. No, because that
1: whoever we showed that picture to. They were like, "Oh my God, you guys are cracking up!" And then we would, it would like be an inside joke. Like she'd look at me and I'd look at her, like, "Yeah, right." If they only knew how miserable that day was.
0: So now we've been married for twenty-two years, and twenty-two. Yeah, twenty. Is it twenty-two? Yeah, it's twenty-two years, and um, and we've perfected the art of cracking up in pictures. Like yeah. now we camera- don't even
1: have to. Now we don't even have to make the sound.
0: It's so bad.
1: We don't even have to. No. Go, <laughs> no. We don't have to do that. No, we just strike the pose. It's
0: so bad that I really do believe we could be like in the middle of a funeral and somebody brings a camera and says, and we just look like we're having a blast. Like yeah. It, yeah. it's it's actually kind of sad. <laughs> And Good at the same it's time, it's like our couple
1: superpower. <laughs>
0: yes, it's, 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 it's our superpower. And the funny thing is, to some people that are the ones that are in on the joke, they're always requesting, yeah,
1: that's right, <laughs>
0: that we go play. Some
1: people have begun to emulate, yes, the pose.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, you know who I'm talking about, Arlene.
0: Yes, so so they you know they 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 will if the camera comes out as soon as we see the camera it's just like there's a shot and yeah. and we never miss it's always the perfect um, shot that you look at it and you're like oh my god I we actually want to encourage um, our listeners. To go into the Hurson and Valerie, the story of us Facebook page, we're going to be posting some of the pictures there so you know exactly what we're talking about. So you can
1: see over the years how progressively I got fatter. No, no, no. no. Progressively how we perfected. But if we we really need to scour and look around the house. Yeah. And find the original picture because yes. I saw it a couple but, years ago. Yes, me it's, too. It's somewhere. I and saw it's it, and it's
0: actually lives somewhere in in our um, computers somewhere because we did. You scanned it. We scanned it, and I just couldn't find it's gotta it. It's Got to be in a
1: hard drive. But we'll it's find gotta it. Got to be in a hard drive. But but uh, but as we as we went along, it morphed, and even when you and I weren't doing well. We turned down the superpower Mm -hmm. and we knew how to pretend not just that we were happy for a picture, but happy in our lives. We became posers. We became we became good at faking that everything was okay.
0: And I think the big danger is that back then we had to wait to find those little booths to take the pictures in. <laughs> but now people are walking around with their booths is their cameras. Yeah. You know, their cell phones there, there's cameras everywhere. And what um we want to try to um to bring awareness to is how this can subconsciously happen in relationships. And it's so much better to live um real, true, happy lives. I we find so many people that we admire and we look through facebook and through instagram and we're like oh my god i wish i could be just like them and i've been on that end when when the person is saying yeah if they only knew yep you know and it's so much of that is a facade and it's fake and um and it's not it, it's not the truest form of love it's not the best way to write a chapter of your life
1: but for some people it becomes enough it becomes enough that everybody thinks you're okay that everybody thinks you're happy and and you learn how to hide the scars you learn how to hide and bury the anger and the feelings because look let's face it yeah a lot of people get divorced but a lot of people will stay in a bad marriage just because they won't they won't want out they'll pretend until the very end and, and it becomes really, really dangerous when all you're doing is pretending to be happy.
0: And it could be um, a matter of pride. Um, I know as um, myself, I hate the feeling of failure. I hate to think that I did not succeed in something that I decided to dedicate my life to. And maybe you just don't have the right people to talk to um, to find a way out and you settle in this and you think that this is it. This is life. This is how we're going to live for the rest of our lives. Well, we are here to tell you that that season of your life Listen is gonna be her, over. It your can be over today, but to it's going to take some work.
1: And the work doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be laborsome. Love is not laborsome. Love is, is, is a work uh, an effort but it, 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 it is so rewarding when you when you do it right when, when you have someone that's worth fighting for worth changing for worth putting in the effort for um, so it doesn't have to be this 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 labor of of, of of Ugh! I gotta try to make this work no you get to you, you you this is something that you signed on to and you have the blessing and the blessed privilege of, of working on your marriage making it work staying together
0: Actually, I think it's harder to try to pretend. It takes so much work into pretending. Um, One of the things that we've tried to do is uh, be the same people regardless of where we are. Uh, We have so many different titles, so many different things that we do throughout um, our days. I, you know, bishop, pastor, mom dad you know we I I work as a dental assistant so we play so many different roles but in all of them we try to find the consistency of once we found who we really were in all of this and we were able to peel off all the things that you know we would do to make us feel like we were right and instead of making us feel like it we just started to make it right if you make it right you know, when you work at that, then it just becomes more organic and, and it's, it's really hard to pretend. I just remember thinking it's so freeing to just be ourselves. Um, but most people won't feel free to be themselves if they're not happy with who they are.
1: Mm-hmm. In a, in a marriage being yourself, uh, it, it's a tricky thing because <clears throat> you, if you fall into a rut and you are yourself and you're in the rut, It's going to take not just being yourself, but being the best version of yourself. And some folks say, well, that's pretending. No, it isn't. That's reaching the maximum, your maximum potential. It's who you are. You may feel, it may feel a little bit disingenuous. It might feel like you're acting a little bit in the beginning because you're not used to being your best self. You're used to being that lowest common denominator and and that might feel like who you are it isn't that's the lowest version of yourself sometimes the worst version of yourself but if you stretch yourself to become the best version of yourself not just when the cameras are on or when the kids are around or when the in-laws are there or when you're at church or when you're at a dinner party but you're striving to be your best self when it's just the two of you that's when you know you've got something good some people will say, Well, isn't it exhausting to always try to be on? What would you say to that?
0: You always turn me on. Isn't no, no, said? that's oh, not. Okay, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> not what I said, but not... go on.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Continue, please. <laughs> Let me shut off the microphone for a moment. We'll be back after these commercial messages.
0: <laughs> no, it, you know, it really isn't. It really isn't when, um, When you really realize what it is that's happening, because I think sometimes you know, I uh, we've spoken in some of the conferences that um, that we've brought to uh, to couples. We've spoken about how we struggled with the fact that you would turn things on for everybody else. Yeah, you were just the life of the party, conversationalist, and what. But as soon as you would get in the car,
1: so it's like someone. It was like
0: um, I'm done. And I would sit there and I'm going like, I want to talk.
1: I'd be like, I'm pooped. Woof. That was fun. Oh God. That was a lot of fun. And then I just like, all right, time for the superstar to get his towel and and dry off because I'm (laughs) finished entertaining the room.
0: I'm so glad that you described it so perfectly because that's exactly (laughs) how it was. But it, it, it was really exhausting for you to have to keep up that energy.
1: Yeah. And it is then, it is by the way.
0: And then there was nothing left when we were together. Now, when we started sharing some of that. Well,
1: and- well, hold on. The the thing to me is it wasn't that I didn't want to give it to you. I didn't know you wanted that. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't aware that you wanted that fun guy. I don't think you were
0: even aware that I could even hold a conversation like that, which I don't get why. We used to talk for five hours on on the the phone. phone. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but I had ulterior motives to keep you on the phone back then. Uh, No, but I I knew that you obviously brilliant. You you could handle your conversation. I remember a time that I was hanging out with a friend of mine, two PhDs at the airport, Boston Logan Airport. I won't Mm say who it was. And these guys are brilliant. And I no I don't claim to be brilliant, but I really enjoyed my conversation with these two guys. Mm-hmm. And we went to the airport just to see them. They stopped in. They were going to be in Boston just for a layover for two hours. And so we went to hang out with them. And I was so nervous about you going to sit in that conversation because I thought they were going to chew you up and, and spit you out. And man, I be darned, Valerie ran the table on the three <laughs> of us like they kept saying Herson you can leave she's a lot more fun than you <laughs> and of course i was jealous but <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> but but that was probably the one the, the first time i realized holy crap she's, she's 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 as good at this as me she can she can hang with me and i didn't know i honestly didn't know you 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 had it in you cuz yeah. I, I never i never Um, We never really had
0: that and We didn't really have that opportunity, you know, for us to be able to have those kind of conversations. But what happens is when that um, when that triggered in your mind and you realize, wait a minute, you know, I can include her in these conversations. Mm -hmm. Immediately what that does is all that effort that it takes for you to shine in a room now can be shared effort. Right. Now we started shining as Herson and Val, yep. and there were so many moments, you know. And even now, there's so many things that you do brilliantly on Thank your you. own. On your own. And and you know, I'm recognized in other circles for other things, but I really do believe that our strongest, best uh, version of us is when we're together. You know. And the power
1: of that was unleashed when. We stopped pretending
0: mm-hmm.
1: in public. We found the real us yep. in a kind of a private, there was just a four people there. And then after that, we started having more dialogue between us. We really, we really found out where we stood politically. Yep. We, we really started to see what kind of faith we, we had, not just going to church, but, but what flavor of faith? because yeah, there's different flavors there's some people believe for this this and that we really were able to through conversation and through really deep dive into what we both believed in that was a time we were we we were already married the kids were already mm-hmm. born you know this this was later in the marriage when we discovered that we don't have to pretend uh, um, publicly because we found something that we could share with people but we found it privately
0: yeah i i remember one time i was with a group of women and they asked um they asked a very personal question and a very intimate you know question about in your dreams i love it when you do that keep talking Okay, you are telling me to keep going, or are you telling me to wrap it up? No,
1: no, <laughs> okay. no, no. I was gonna take a selfie of us, but I wanted to do an action shot. <laughs> okay. So keep going. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> so they were, so they were asking this very personal question, and it was about dreams. And they said, "In your dreams, does anyone? Um, do you have other men that appear, or is it always your husband in your dreams?"
1: Are they asking if I was the star of your fantasies? They were of asking your if
0: you were the star of my fantasies. Now, the God's honest truth is that you were. Like, I. there was no one else in my jeans but you. And, um, and they didn't believe me. Like, it was just, <laughs> they thought I was fronting. They thought I was faking. They're like, yeah, you're so full of it or whatever. And I'm going like, no, it's like, for real. And it made me see that that there's so many people that when there's something true like that they don't they they really don't believe it yeah like they're like no they i i it, it stays with me how much they thought that i was just trying to portray something but that time it was legit that's who we were
1: until nick jonas showed up
0: i he did <laughs> <laughs> Nick Jonas showed up in my dream. We're not going
1: to get into the details. And thank God it wasn't really bad. But uh, um, to the friends of Valerie that said that, that you called BS on it, until yesterday, that was true. I was, no, was the only like one. like maybe
0: two days ago. But <laughs> I felt so guilty <laughs> that Nick Jonas was Nick trying was to hit me Was me it up. Nick or Joe? It's, no, it's not Joe. It okay. was not Joe. it was nick but but you know what that did those little steps really empowered us for our uh our um strongest hour of need which was when we had to come face to face with the big failures in our marriage yeah we could have we could have hid we could have put things under the rug and so many people, I think that actually is one of our superpowers too. Mm-hmm. You know, where people uh, often are saying, Well, how could you guys get up there and talk about your story the way that you do? Yeah. How can you be yourselves? Like, it's And almost- by the way,
1: I-, I learned that it was safe to tell our story when you didn't cry when we told the story. Yeah. Because I felt very, I always felt very vulnerable and, and, a bit of a jerk if we ever did. We did not that we did very often before we waited until we were healed Mm -hmm. to, to tell the story.
0: Yeah. But the kudos to us. Yay. Kudos to us for (laughs) not settling to just be happy on our own without you know, with all these layers in front of us, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what a lot of people do. They want to hide it and they live afraid of who knows who, what, this. And I just, I didn't want that. You know, we've had enough fake in our lives. We had enough pretending. I just wanted, I understood that if God was in working in our marriage, then somehow some way he was going to be glorified. And in order for him to be truly glorified in our marriage, they had to be light, and all those things that had been hidden for so many years, and all those things that had been pretended needed to go away. We needed to do away with them. It was not easy, but God is good.
1: But God, right after this little musical interlude, we're going to get back to you with some practical ways that you can start to be your best self. We'll be right back.
0: Don't you think don't what? Don't you think that was a little dramatic?
1: No, it was like really romantic, like you thinking have writing lyrics for it. <laughs> <laughs> you right. didn't like it?
0: I thought it was a little over the top. All right.
1: Well, this is my this is where my audience comes in and, and they defend me and they say, Oh, I like the music.
0: Oh yes, it was really great. <laughs>
1: So um, we're going to try to give you a couple of points um, because we really don't want to just get on here and talk to you about our life and what we did and what happened to us. But we want to give you practical ways uh, to today to stop pretending.
0: Remember, when we talk about the story of us, we're talking about our unique us-ness. You have to find your own.
1: That's right. So we'll tell you what worked for us. This may or may not apply to you. We hope it does. Uh, We try to give you we're trying to give you four uh, kind of basic but powerful steps uh, to help you to stop pretending. Walk into your true joy. Stop pretending you're happy. Stop ignoring it. But let's let's go. So Val, step one.
0: Step one is um, become aware or admit that there's something wrong, that there's something um, that you you have to be aware that you're pretending if um, if you're not aware of it. Then you're not gonna feel the need to change,
1: um, and and that might be an illumination. It might be like a light just went off, right? Or you might might be listening to us saying, "Am I pretending? Am I am I pretending to be okay? Am I pretending?" And some of us, the answer to that question is so scary that we'd rather just leave it alone because we know that our spouse may not take kindly to you um, coming in and 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 asking, "Hey, are we pretending?" You know, that, that's a tough question.
0: I, I think for many of us, uh, it starts with um, go to your Facebook page, Instagram, whatever you have, and look through it and ask yourself is that really who we are? Is that who we are in our quiet moments? We're together outside of the limelight. Is it everything? the whole?
1: It's because it's, obviously it's not the whole picture. Nobody no. posts when they're crying. Nobody, you know, so, but but I think that the those Facebook posts and Instagram posts, um,
0: is it a good representation of, of, of who you are? Yeah. So, Genuine.
1: so, so number one, become aware that that you may be pretending. It might just be an act, and um, you know, some people they can they can act for their whole lives, but but others of you, I believe, really want to be happy, genuinely happy, and and so we we want you to become aware that you might be pretending. Number two is figure out why. Why are you pretending? It might be because you know that it's going to be too hard to change. It might be because you've been married for so long or for so such a short time that you're not ready to go to war because sometimes these these changes can feel like you know a, a big battle
0: and, and and it might be that um, you grew up in a home where pretense was the norm. It, it could go back to your childhood. It could had. It could have started even before you got into the relationship. The reasons why are so important um, for you. It, it'll take some courage, but um, it'll be worth it in the end. Number three, um, realize that you can be your best self, and your best self. Guess what? Is good enough. It's
1: good enough. You're good enough. You're smart You're enough, and gosh darn it, people like you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so. um Trying to be someone else or pretending to be someone that you're not um, will never compare to the best version of you. And you'll never find that best version of you if you don't start allowing yourself to believe that you are good enough for this relationship. And
1: for a long time, um, I tried to get my wife to love um, the pretend me. I, no it's true I I, I, it I was know. always pretending I know and I I I was afraid to let you know the real me
0: It started it started even when the, our first marriage counseling
1: Yeah
0: right bef- before we <laughs> got married I should it should have been a huge no, red but you, flag What
1: you don't understand about that day is that the that's who I thought I was. I, I thought know. the pretend me was the real me.
0: I know that's where I should have seen the right. Re- Cause when, when you filled out that form yeah. and you were giving out the answers, I was like, that's the guy I want to marry. <laughs> like, what am I doing <laughs> with this other guy?
1: And, <laughs> and, and, uh, it was really, really scary. And it was only through my mistakes. I wish I had done it a better way. This is a better way, but it was only through my mistakes and flaws and and my letdowns that Valerie saw the real me and she had a choice to to love the real me or not, and she chose to love me.
0: The truth is, when it came down to it, the real you, the without pretense, without anything, was a better version than any other version that you had. Yep.
1: But um, when but when we found the real me, he was very broken mm-hmm. and he needed to be restored. So um so when you start to find your best self, your best self may not be in fighting shape. Your best self might, might, might be discovered uh, in brokenness. But don't be afraid of your best, your real self. Because, man, I, that's, who, that's the you that God wants to bring out. That's the you that, the, that, number four, allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, to free you to all truth. And there's truth about you that you you may be denying that the Holy Spirit can help you bring to your awareness so that you can deal with your real self and your spouse will have an opportunity a beautiful chance to love the real you without pretence, without pretending the real you
0: guilt free, fully loved, fully accepted. Um, that's the kind of love that we receive from our God and that is supposed to be simulated in our marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, the the love um, between Christ and the church is supposed to be like the love of a husband and a wife. And um, in order to live there, even, even in Christianity, there has to be that power of confession, that um, asking the Holy Spirit to shed light um, into our sinful natures so that not to put us into shame, but so that we can really find ourselves in Christ. And when we find ourselves in Christ, we realize that we can do all things. We are, we have superpowers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can, we can become that kind of couple that is proud to say, you know what, we're us. I've, I've heard people say, this is who we are. And, you know, mm-hmm. and they say it with pride, but it's like, it's super toxic. Yeah, but when you have a healthy relationship and um, and Christ is the center of it, um, and He unleashes all these wonderful things, you know that that are the re- main reason why the Lord brought you together in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and you find that unique usness; it's the most beautiful thing that you can see here on earth.
1: That's right. We hope that you've enjoyed our show today. Uh, we want you to follow us on Facebook. Herson and Valerie, the story of us. Um, We'd love to share more of our story with you, but we also want you to start sharing your story with us and our audience. It's not just our story, it's our collective story. Every love story has power, every love story has a chance to show the love of God, and we want to become a platform for you to tell your love story.
0: That's right. And um, we've come to the end of the show, but not without saying, I love you, honey.
1: I love you more, baby girl. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Oh, cute. This podcast
0: is brought to you
1: by AudioFi,
0: helping authors tell their story in their own voice.